0: This is the All-American Ron Simmons, and you're listening to Casio's Cut. Damn! Listen up, candy lickers. I know you love wrestling from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, and I know you remember when you had to beg your parents, work your extra jobs, whatever it took to scrounge up that $49.99 and get the pay-per-view, or you just had to be groveling at your parents' feet long enough where they finally caved in and bought it for you. You had to see Hogan and Macho. You had to see Flair and Vader. And then we had to see Buff Bagwell. Either way, you still ordered it. Well, now you can relive all the fun times from that era with Save by the Pod. Save by the Pod is the premier podcast surrounded in wrestling and pop culture. From the police's sting to WCW's sting, the mega powers to Mega Man, and Star Wars to Starcade, Say by the Pod takes you back to all the television, music, movies, and random pop culture happenings of your wrestling fandom for the past 40 years. I was a guest on there and I had an absolute blast. Say by the Pod is also, hello, giving away cash. Cash, folks. Cold, hard cash every month. Plus, listen to find out how you can win two tickets to AEW's All Out in September. Tickets? And cash, no other podcast is doing that, not even mine. Join host Polly B, yeah, you know, Polly B, along with Timmy C, yeah, you know, Timmy C, for a fun and random pop culture trip down memory lane. And everyone's favorite, I know he's my favorite, he's my buddy Efren, for an alternative look at pay per views from the past. It's time to relive your youth, it's time to relive your love of old school wrestling, and it's time to be Saved by the Pod. Is that like Saved by the Bell? I just got that. Find them on Twitter at SaveBTPod or online at Savebythepod.com, available on all major podcast platforms. Wherever you're listening to Casio's Cut, you can hear Save by the Pod. Download it today and, of course, tell them your boy Casio sent you. what's up candy lickers pleased to meet you nice to know me what you doing you listening to another edition of cassio's cut today i'm joined by a buddy of mine mr paul janeway from st paul in the broken bones what's up buddy
1: uh nothing much man how you doing,
0: <laughs> <We're> doing good <laughs> wait i'll see I've been, I've been analyzing your room on uh on instagram because you've been doing some concerts yeah. i, I I need to know what's going on up at the top. What are all the little colored things?
1: Oh, those, I, Orange. You know what? Yeah, I'll grab one real quick, hang on. I know this is terrible for podcasts.
0: No, we're uh. good. Okay, two things I've noticed. One, that room is way bigger than it appears in the background. <laughs> you just kept walking back there and two, yeah. Those things are bigger than I thought.
1: Yeah, this is um, (laughs) a merch item. Yeah, this is no joke. This is a merch item from an artist, uh, an electronic artist named Aphex Twin. And those teddy bears are um, part of a music video that he did. Mm -hmm. And so I want to say two years ago, he sold merch for the first time ever. And so I bought everything that they put on sale. And it all sold out instantly. Like, like no joke. These things retail... Like, I, was, I looked them up on eBay. I think they sell for, like, $200. What? Beef. Yes. Yes, what? that's what I'm saying. What's his name? Uh, Aphex Twin is the stage oh. name. His real name is Richard D. James. And so you were just a fan? Uh, yeah. I, lo- I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of, uh, of his music. And... Like I said, he doesn't put merch on for sale, and so I'm a mega fan. So I was like, "I'm going to buy everything." And I bought like there's an umbrella up there. Uh, actually, what's crazy is he sold um, mask, like real legit, you know, mask. And I'm corona mask? There. Cor- look corona mask two years ago, and I'm wearing. I'm that's what I'm wearing throughout this this uh, pandemic. It's been <laughs> kind of nuts. It's been crazy. So. I I love weird merch. Yeah, I'm still a fan, you know, um, of music. And so I always love weird vinyl things, weird music things, uh, weird merch items. So uh, if there's somebody I like, I'll, I'll, you know, I might ask for a little help if I can't find it, you know. But I try to, you know, experience getting up at whatever time and, you know, and and buying it and and feeling lucky or whatever.
0: So. Let's uh, clarify for maybe some people who uh, happen to have not heard you guys before. St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Um, Do you consider yourself um, soul music? What do you consider you guys?
1: I mean, it varies. I think we, it's a soul, there's obviously vocally it's a soul, it comes from a soulful place. Um, Always got good, you know, groove and uh, have a horn section. So that kind of lends itself to that style of music. That are ska. We're not a ska band, um, so uh, I kind of I don't. I always say that like genres to me are for record labels and and uh, PR people, you know. And yeah. so we kind of. I feel like you know we kind of go all over the map, but we're always gonna have a good groove and soulful vocals. So um, yeah, I mean soul's not bad. You. <laughs> soul's I don't not
0: know. Bad. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're you. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, so you guys, uh, of course, are from Alabama. As if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the hat. You are proudly representing.
1: Oh, yeah. Roll Tide. All the way.
0: You too. And <laughs> um, <laughs> and you guys officially what formed? Tw- 2012, 2013? So we officially formed in
1: 2012. That's when we started using the name St. Paul and the Broken Bones um, in Birmingham. And... But it really all started with me and Jesse, who's the bass player in the band. Uh, we've been really good friends for well over a decade now. What, like, yeah, it's been a while. Um, and we just always kind of made music. We would either do it in each other's living room, um, and obviously, this is you know, it kind of turned into a thing. Uh, but yeah, it was 2012. Yeah, we're
0: on our eighth year now. Um, do you got? Do you consider yourself? I, I feel like. And maybe it's just from when I discovered you or whatever as a as a fan. I feel like it moved pretty fast for you guys.
1: I, I, it did for me. You think so? I mean, to, to be dead honest, for me it did. Um, I feel kind of guilty sometimes because, you know, a lot of the guys in the band, some, most of them have kind of toiled and toured or, you know, played every dive bar or whatever they could. And I didn't. I grew up singing in church. Um I did some open mics, you know, that kind of thing for a little bit, and um, I, yeah, but I I never had done a proper tour until this band, it's not even close, Uh, but like, you know, Bro, who's a guitar player, played with Jason Isbell um, in the 400 unit, and that was, I like to say, that's before Jason got huge, because Jason's huge now, and Bro was on the road road with him, you know, when he was in a van, and they were, I mean, they were playing so much, and you know, kind of earned the stripes. That whole crew kind of earned their stripes that way, and um uh so a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys. But me, no, I personally no. I, I I would be lying if I sit here and sat here and said it didn't feel a little, little fast.
0: I mean, is it is it like about two years, and then you guys are making national TV? CBS is, is, is was that when CBS was?
1: Yeah, I want to say and two. Yeah, we we started in May, July of two thousand twelve. And we – our first TV performance, yeah, was 2014 of February, I want to say. So, yeah, it it was – that's pretty pretty remarkable um, for – you know, we made that – we made half the city. We'd only been a band really for about four months when we made half the city. And so, which is just kind of insane. We made that in February 2013 – or January 2013.
0: When did you – when did you think hey this is getting kind of bigger than maybe i even thought (laughs) i mean I, i know everybody you know that starts a band wants it to be successful but like you said we're you know we're kind of moving fast when was it like hey this thing's getting real
1: honestly man like i i always say this our goal when we first started we had a little club in birmingham called bottle tree cafe yeah and it was like a 225 cap room and We our goal was like, all right, let's sell that out. If we sold that out, I feel like I'd have done something. And I remember, it's funny. We um, technically were opening up for a band, um, but the band quickly realized who that is. uh, It's a band called MFA. Like they're great. I mean, they're we're, we're still buddies, but like we opened up for them, and they soon realized that it was not them who sold out the venue. And uh, so, <laughs> so they they uh they soon realized that they weren't the ones that sold out the menu, and and we sold out we sold it out that time, and then came back again and sold it out. You know, uh, with us headlining, and so I think that's when I knew, okay, this is going to be something a little bit bigger than that. You know, than a two twenty cap room in Birmingham.
0: All right. So let's talk about a couple gigs. Everything's moving fast, and. Um, so there's a couple of particular things I want to shout out with you. So, um, and these are in no chronological order. Uh, first, we need uh, for everybody viewing on YouTube, we need to describe this picture, um, which is uh, which is you in an elf outfit. Now, if anybody's ever seen you in person, or if you if they go check out YouTube right after this. Uh you you went from suits, then you're going to uh some people say capes. I've seen you describe it as a moo moo before. <laughs> yeah. Um but this particular uh image I've found is you in a full blown elf outfit. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't ready for uh,
1: that. I like it, though. No, that's good. I like that. Nobody, you know, I I expect nothing less. Um I uh I so so we did we did a Christmas song called it's an old Louis Armstrong song called Zat You Santa Claus and it's one of those kind of it's kind of a creepy Christmas song and we we didn't want to do a standard Christmas song but we were asked to do it they were releasing I think it was recently some new Grinch movie um what, year is, what year is this probably this is 2018 okay maybe 2018 um and they asked us to do a, sound, a song for the Grinch. And we had stayed away from doing Christmas songs and anything. So we wanted to kind of do something different. And then <laughs> it was one of those things like ended up not being up on the Grinch soundtrack. or you know, And so Amazon wanted it for like an Amazon Christmas playlist. And, I, and so to promote it, we did uh, the late night sh- uh, show with Stephen Colbert. And I was like, well, if this is – like, we even got – like, you see the snow? Yeah. I'm like, that's like soap bubbles. Like, we got – we were, we asked for the full – like, let's just go full-on uh, Christmas. And uh, and the, so the guys got, you know, like, tacky Christmas sweaters. And I was like, well, I can't come out there in, like, the, the robe or whatever. I was like, I got to – so I had two outfits that I bought off of – I think I bought them off Amazon. It was a Buddy the Elf <laughs> and a Santa Claus suit and – and when I put the Buddy, buddy the Elf uh, outfit on, my wife started laughing. So I was like, well, that has to be the one. And what is funny is our keyboard – like, I didn't really tell the guys. And I, well, so I, I said, guys, I, I got something special for this performance. And, um, and so I put it on, and everyone but the keyboard player is laughing. The keyboard player is like, oh, my God, our career's over. Like, he is about to ruin our career. you jumped the shark. Yeah, we have jumped the shark. This guy is wearing an elf outfit on national <laughs> television. But you know, at that point, we—I mean—we're very fortunate we've gotten to do it. You want to do something different, and it like it, it fit. It ended up—I—I—it ended up being a lot of fun. What was my favorite though is that I'm dressed as Buddy the Elf, like ridiculous, and Stephen Colbert's like going through shaking hands and didn't even hesitate, like just like this was a normal. Friday afternoon, there's this dude dressed as the Buddy of the Elf, and it was just like, man, it was a it was a unique experience, and we had a had a good time, and uh, it ended up not ruining our career, so I'm, I'm happy about that.
0: So, was this around Christmas, or is this one of those things you record like not at Christmas time? Uh, the we, show was, was actually Christmas, around the Christmas. Show
1: the show was around Christmas. Um, the recording obviously had to be done, I think, by June, because you know when they when they send you these movies, they like send you a clip and they'll, you know, kind of let that inspire if that's the way you want to use it. Um, So yeah, it was a, it was a unique experience.
0: And then Colbert no
1: sold it. I like it. No, no sold it. Like, like I was just, I could have been in a business (laughs) outfit and I was, I was like, man, that must be a, an interesting life to just see someone dressed as an elf and be like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? Nice. To like, didn't, didn't go like, what the hell are you wearing? Not, I
0: see some, uh, I see some, uh, tacky sweaters back there. We got antlers. Uh, and then <laughs> is that a festivist for the rest of us? Sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. It sure
1: is. There's a, sure. there is a, there's a menorah up there for our, uh, Jewish, uh, folks, our crew members. And, um, yeah, we, we, uh, it was fun. It was a fun time. It was I was just kind of, it's a goofy song in general. yeah. Um, so I thought, well, I, I don't want, this can't be an overly serious <laughs> performance where you're, you know, um, you know.
0: Oh, absolutely. Love it. Um, all right. Let's talk about, we got, we got some more things we need to cover here. Let's talk about, <laughs> that's the last goofy one. The rest of them are, I just want to hear about the Oh, experience. that's great. That's great. No, I love it. All right. We got, we got this guy. Oh Yeah. Yeah, we got yeah. a little elton john action yeah uh, we did that. this is post grammy party uh oscar oh post Oscars, yeah so uh, uh talk about how you get involved in this
1: <laughs> well it's a it's a it's a interesting uh story i guess uh some so we developed a a, a good relationship with roseanne cash okay who, who's johnny cash's daughter and um And she, you know, she's also a great, you know, recording artist and, and she is, uh, she, she's, she really is kind of a tastemaker in certain, certain circles, you know? Okay. And, and, um, she saw us in New York and was just, you know, going crazy. And, uh, it's, it's just all sorts of, you know, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever, but, um, she saw us and then Elton and her are, you know, buddies. And she's like, Hey, you need to, listen to this and Elton really fell in love and you know he called me and we talked and and just kind of you know gave advice and you know when he played actually when he played up in Huntsville um at the Von Braun Center uh I I got to go and it was it was a an amazing experience he was nothing but you know just so kind and and generous with his time uh it was crazy because you know we had good seats we had like third row seats and I was like oh that's cool great and his uh, at about two songs in, his I guess person comes over and gets us and was like, "Hey, y'all gotta come, you to come side stage." And I was like, "He's like, he said, what he told me was Elton was f- trying to find out where y'all were and he couldn't see you, so I just thought, you know, we'll just bring you side stage." <laughs> and I was just like, "What? is he talking?" It was a, uh, it was pretty amazing. And um, anyway, so all through these circumstances and crazy, and so he every year hosts host a for his AIDS uh, nonprofit or charity, he hosts a post Oscar party where they mm-hmm. watch the Oscars and then they have a performance after. And, um, and he, he invited us and we were just absolutely, absolutely. We will be there. All the guys got like tuxes and their their significant others got like nice dresses and, um, and all these, you know, famous people. I mean, Robert Kraft was there, which I was more impressed with that. than I was like, I mean, that's the owner of the Patriots. I mean, that's a billionaire. It was just a room. I don't. I can't describe that kind of like you know. I always say like I know Alabama well, but I don't. That that's a different thing, man. That's a different thing. It's Los
0: Angeles. Where's it at? Oh, is he at at a club or does he rent like a? No, it
1: was it was like a it was like an event space. Okay. I mean, and then they had like big tents and and but one of the coolest experiences so. We have a song on our second record called I'll Be Your Woman. And, and it's a, I love that song, it's one of my favorites. But one of the coolest experiences to me of that whole, like that picture was really cool. It really was. But to me, the amazing thing was when me and Broan, who are as a guitar player, like we went backstage or like we went to Elton's quarters or wherever he was. And Elton's like, all right, what are we gonna do with this? And so we start playing the song and it's just me, Elton John and Broan in this room. And we're doing this song and I'm being like, oh yeah, that's a, you know, that sounds great. You know, that, that, and it's Elton John and uh, that to me, like those are the kind of moments I cherish because like, that's something that only the three of
0: us in that room can share. Did um, he, what, did he, what song did you do? I'll be your woman. So what he, I, I did the. Oh yeah. So he, I, did he pick it or did you guys pick it?
1: We both picked it. Okay. I mean, I, he picked, I mean, you know, he was, he, he, uh, I think he, I mean, I think he picked it initially. I can't remember, but, um, but it was pretty amazing. It was pretty cool experience. And I, 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 yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool.
0: Let's go back for a second. Cause this is one of my, my favorite moments when people start talking to just random celebrities. How does the initial call from Elton come in? Are you told Elton's about to call or do you just look down and, and see Elton John on the caller ID? What's happening? Uh, ba- basically, basically. Well, you don't see it on the caller ID, first off. Uh, did you scream
1: Elton John out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a private number. Okay, uh, so was, when it said
0: private, what I'm saying is said, did you have a heads well, up?
1: Yeah, someone told okay. me Elton's going to call you. Okay, Our manager, I think, told me, like, Elton's going to call you today. Okay, So any call you get, pick up. And, yeah, it was always an unknown number. Um, anytime he called, um, and, uh, I, you know, I had his email, uh, and yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was surreal. It really was. It was surreal. And, I, you know, I was kind of, it was just like, that's, that's not even something that you even dream about or anything like that. You just kind of go, well, that happened, (laughs) you know, like, I don't know what else it's, it's weird for me because like he is unbelievably kind and generous with his time and i i mean you probably know this about me like i am not a social butterfly i don't maintain relationships really well mm-hmm. and so i've always struggled that with that with him because like he is so nice and so kind and i'm sure if i emailed him tomorrow he would respond but i'm always just kind of like well i don't know what we're gonna talk about like i you know like we can right. talk about records maybe so it, it it is it is weird for me, and I, I probably get in my own head about that stuff sometimes. But uh, but yeah, it was an it was an unknown number.
0: Speaking of uh, not being a good friend, um, I I told Dave Silva from Conrad Thompson Enterprises that I was going to interview you, and he said he's been waiting on an album for a year. Huh? Yeah, I know. I know what happened. What are you doing?
1: This, well, um, <laughs> I don't I don't like Dave. I'm just going to say it. Uh, <laughs> no. Dave is like one of the nicest people I, of all, all of the you, of of all of you guys. Of all of you guys, Dave is like one of the nicest people, so, smiling and happy. I am not kidding. I had a record on my chair right back here that said had it Dave Silva had his address forever, and I'm talking about for and and then eventually my wife was like, "Hey, you, you gonna like?" I was we were on tour or something. I was just, I just it it. I hey, I got him though. I got him. We're I'm going to send him something soon. Um, you hadn't sent it? He even no. said he reminded you on Instagram he, the he, other he day. He did. He did. He did. <laughs> I, hey, look, we've had a pandemic. All right? <laughs> we've had a pandemic. I can't I can't That's you know, a I new can't.
0: excuse for everything. Guys, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I mean We're in the
1: middle of a pandemic. I am not going to FedEx <laughs> at this point for Dave Silva.
0: You're here first, Dave. You're hearing breaking news. It's still sitting at his house.
1: So nice. That guy's so nice. Yeah, it was, it, no, it made me feel bad. But then I was, I was like, well, and you know, Dave, like he says, hey man, you know. And I'm like, no, nah, I, I, I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, buddy. I really am. I'm really, really sorry. That's why I gotta send. I gotta send. So I gotta send him something special. Um, so I'm seeing if I've got um, got something that's that's special.
0: Dave, if you're watching this, uh, you can see the album over my shoulder. Paul sent me that the day after I met him. He, he said, I, I'm going to send this to Dave. And I said, I want it. And he said, you sent it to me, Paul.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. See,
0: Let's, We need to address the elephant in the room. I'm glad you hadn't called me out on it. Uh, I'm basically like that obsessed girlfriend meme. Uh, if you can see the background, if you're watching on YouTube, we ha- I have the album. Uh, which has the set list attached? Uh, I'm a set list guy. Uh, then we have three posters behind me, all framed, all autographed, all Saint Paul and the Broken Bones. Does that creep you out? Do you regret ever giving me your number?
1: No, not at all.
0: What but about yeah, the cup? I got the, the cup.
1: Uh, I, I I I gotta be honest with you. I forgot that we sold those. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. No, it's no. I've I've always said this. I we had a very uh, And I I think I tried to express to you then how rare this was in my life, you know, at that point, probably a lot less rare now, maybe. Um, But that just going to hang out with people, going to do, go to dinner, all of that. Like, I can't tell you, that's the only time. And I would say about five years that I was able to do that. And um, so it was. You're talking
0: about when we, we hung out in Vegas. Mm -hmm. so we'll talk about that we'll talk about that we um so i want to tell everybody that's looking i got i think i got yeah i got 16 the little one 17 uh do you remember this one
1: the ramen yeah Mm -hmm. is
0: this this the gray dots
1: oh the gray dots that's the alabama tour
0: alabama theater
1: uh no alabama tour we did we called it the alabama world tour and we only played places in Alabama. It was a – yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think I got it from Alabama Theater, though. Is that that year? Uh, it could be Huntsville. I don't know. Maybe Huntsville. Okay. And then the middle is the Rhyman. Middle's the Rhyman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we got um, – if people can see that, we got the Manser face right there, too. But <laughs> Manser's really impressed by your – we got the set list on the bottom. And then – I believe that's 18 over here. That's 18. That's 18. Is that the – it looks very – we call it the Mardi Gras poster. I don't know what is, you were going that's, for.
1: That's a, that's a great – that's that's actually one of my favorite posters we made. Um,
0: Super cool-looking poster.
1: Um, yeah, that one was – that was actually the tour. I want to say that that was – I think that one – was that in Nashville? I can't remember. I think yes, it was. Because that was the – that was the, the, the February-March run.
0: And then I have the – the uh, album over here. Um, and I have more, I have the pink vinyl. That was a super cool one you had. That's,
1: that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a rare one.
0: The, uh, the breast cancer, uh, awareness when you did. Um, so I'm, I'm basically obsessed girlfriend over here. I, <laughs> I apologize for fangirling out, but so let's talk about it. So the first time we meet is very briefly in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Conrad Thompson, of course, is a mutual friend of ours. And, uh, I was really mad. He hits me up, and he says, "Hey, this guy Paul, from a band called The Broken Bones, has <laughs> messaged me, and we've talked on Instagram, and he to are coming to Huntsville. He's a fan of the podcast and asked me if I wanted to go to the show, and he said he'll get us in. Are you okay? Are you want to go with us And I was like, buddy i I bought mine first day. Sorry, I'm a fan <laughs> uh you know." Uh, and then, so we meet there, and then we end up, the dinner you're talking about is almost a year to the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are at Double or Nothing, right? Was that Double or yeah. Nothing? Double or Nothing, Double, yeah. Double or Nothing for AEW StarCast weekend in Las Vegas. And uh, you you actually had a chance to come out there. That was, that was a rare time for you to get away for a weekend, wasn't it? It was, uh, I...
1: Cannot express enough how rare that was. Uh, My wife, and the only, I really think the only way it happened is my wife was working in Ireland and we didn't have any show, you know, AEW started up and I was like, man, I really want to go out there. And and Conrad was doing the, the pod, the, what is it, the
0: Starcast,
1: Starcast, Starcast, and y'all, you were working. And it was like one of those things where I was like, man, I kind of want to go out there and do it and so i just kind of bit the bullet went out there and and ended up you know i thought you know conrad was so busy and i was like i was like but i, I mean i loved hanging out with y'all and um and we really hit it off i think we get get along really well i mean i could be wrong um, me and you
0: or you and conrad me and you <laughs> i was about to say you and conrad are You y'all love to get it off. y'all, y'all hit it off great Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he I gets like mad
0: because Con- you won't talk to him. This goes back to the Elton John deal. You're friends with him, you won't hit him up. I know.
1: This is the thing about Conrad, though. Conrad, to me, is like he's become a huge celebrity he's in huge. a lot of cir- in a lot of circles. So I do you admit yeah. he's a bigger celebrity than you now? I think he probably is <laughs> in certain circles. Let's be honest. I still think <laughs> I still think there are more females that know who I am than know who Conrad a hundred. Got. A hundred. <laughs> I that I know. Now there's He don't have more, Elton John's email. I can promise man, I, you that. There's probably more males that know who Conrad is now. Like more neck beards that know who Conrad is? <laughs> <Neck> beards. <laughs> you're talking to two, right? I, here. I know, exactly. What are I'm you just, doing? Growing the beard. I'm trying I'm trying, man. It's, my COVID it's a pandemic. Beard. I know it's a pandemic. I don't I do not have to shave for shows right now.
0: Do you always grow do you always grow when you're off the road? Or is this new? Uh it varies
1: sometimes it's just out of laziness, you know? Um, no, I, 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 like Conrad a lot. I just, it's always one of those things. Like we've kind of hit each other and it's been busy and yeah, you know, it's like, it's just, I don't know. I always, I always, I have this a lot of anxiety feeling like I'm bothering people and I know that's stupid, but yeah. it's, it's just, it's a personality tick. It really is. It's a personality tick. Um, uh, but he's actually great, man. He, he's, <laughs> I get why he's successful in business. Cause that guy knows how to like, he just, you know, every once in a while, he just, you know, throw something. I'm like, man, God, you're really good at this. I'm, I'm jealous
0: of his ability. Well, I think one of his golden abilities is, and we joke about it a lot, is no matter who he meets, he makes you feel like you're you've been best friends forever. 100. percent I mean, 100%. I don't know how he does it, uh, but you know, I don't, I don't like anybody, but and they don't like me, but and then you don't ever talk to anybody. You make friends and then never talk. So that's that's. Hey, we to be
1: fair, we have communicated. I've been I've been alright with you. It's not See, been bad. I, I
0: feel like I feel like I'm bothering you when I hit you up.
1: No, no, no. So, I mean, as long as you're not like, hey man, uh, can you get me 20 tickets into the Red Rocks?
0: That's I think I did for Orange Beach, though. I I that was dude, Orange <laughs> Beach. Come on, buddy. You can hit me up for Orange Beach. All right, if it's in the state of Alabama, dog. Oh, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no! Not the state of Alabama, just towards me. Not Orange the state Beach. Alabama, just, just now Huntsville and okay. Orange Beach. Don't ever Orange. hit me
1: up for Birmingham. Don't ever hit me up for Birmingham. I you like don't have it.
0: anybody hitting you up for free Birmingham tickets, dude. dude. Oh,
1: dude, we <laughs> have when we play the Alabama Theater. Um, we have to rent a room next door to the theater, and it has over two hundred people in it. Oh and And I'm not trying to be rude, but there ain't a lot of people want to take pictures with a trombone player, <laughs> and I love them you know I love but it's just like it is it is like present my wife leaves my wife's like i'm not doing this there's just too much going on there's too much going on, and everybody you know and I don't mind i mean it's it's part of it you know because right. you live in the city and you know th- you know it's like you know people and and I'm not mad at them it's just it's just how it works so that's why I like Birmingham is just like whoo man, it's, 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 it's something.
0: What, um, so let's talk about, let's wrap up Vegas a little bit. Cause we were talking about this is almost <laughs> a year to a day. We hang out, uh, start, my favorite part is we went and ate dinner and you kept going, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, I'm, well, I'm working the convention and you're like, all right, we'll stop by. What are you going to be doing? We'll hang out. And I'm like, no, no, Paul, I'm working the convention. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I got it. And then I show up. And I'm literally running the meet and greet for Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. And you're like, oh, you're working the convention. Oh, yeah. You thought I meant just like walking around. Not, dude. You're like, you are you are working, son.
1: You were working. No, you and the wife. <laughs> um, she had cyborgs work for UFC. Yeah. Man. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh yeah y'all were work i think that's what was kind of strange for me because i was i was like i "I don't know anybody here and i don't really want to get to know anybody here (laughs) so that was when
0: there was a lot of champions walking around
1: (laughs) oh oh god man that we had that cab ride with your wife (laughs) and talking about all the
0: reptiles and all the champions walking around man so if, if people have missed it my wife big booty judy um She's at StarCast, she's at Las Vegas, and she walks in this vendor room where everybody is doing their meet and greets. And she says, hey, am I supposed to know all these people? And I'm like, you in the wrestlers? And she's like, no, 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 all the people walking around. I'm like, no, why would you even think that? She goes, There's, they all got belts, are they all champions? Are they champions, should I know what, what who they wrestle for? How many champions are there, I'm like, no. Oh. Uh... I was like, you're not going to be able to grab this, but they can just buy a belt. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't get what's going on here. Yeah, she, God, she's a saint. Uh, So funny, man. So funny. Yeah, you're asking me when we first signed on about the reptiles. We have the bearded dragon. We have a snake. We have a tarantula. Two dogs. A cat. And now, because of the pandemic, my wife has started a garden and a chicken coop. That's what I'm dealing with. Man man Meanwhile, I look over at you and you're weed eating in your in your cape that's the fun you're having
1: yeah that's i mean it, honestly like it's trying to how do i stay creative because i don't like social media i hate it with a pure and holy fashion but it's like during during this time you're kind of like you got to do funny stuff and uh yeah i have to be fair i have done a lot of yard work more than <laughs> i've
0: done in a long time so but, let's talk about after we hang out you literally almost die. First off, when you talk about me sitting next to Jesus, oh, you uh, did. We went to Night in pay per view, yeah, and I sat sat next to Jesus. Well, the uh, beauty is Conrad said he had tickets, and so you're like, I don't want to mess with Conrad; he's busy.
1: Yeah, right. Basically, yeah. Conrad had had um, had had you know he it, it was he was nice enough, but I just once again that personal anxiety of like I don't know, man, he's busy. I don't know. He probably doesn't even know, forget about me. You know, blah blah blah. He's like king of double or nothing and whatever. And, and so, I was, so I was next to a guy. I think I had a wheelchair chair or something weird. And the guy had like a cheap ticket. And I was kind of like, well, yeah, I better get it, man. And then I swear to God, 10 minutes later, uh, Conrad texted me like, hey, man, what you want to meet up to get the ticket? And I was like, "How?" Oh. Oh, uh, you, it wasn't it like ten dollars for the tickets. it was nuts it was i don't know and it was four seats it, well it was yeah but
0: it was i mean i paid for it because i sat next to jesus <laughs> you did he, the, the beauty of that pay-per-view is there's a guy dressed up as jesus and we're even looking we're even looking at jesus on the floor and i'm like look at this guy dressed and he was going you know he's super fan he is going oh, nuts it was, and it you finally that. text him and go. I go, where are you sitting, dude? You're like, beside Jesus. <laughs> I look down. I see that hat right there. And I'm like, OMG. It He's was in the perfect spot. It was unbelievable. Um
1: but yeah, I, I um Was Jesus yeah, nice? Was, Jesus was, was very nice, but man, they were it was they were on his on his ass. <laughs> you know, they were just,
0: you know, they were <laughs> of all people, you get sat next to Jesus is my favorite. Thank you.
1: Wheelchair next to Jesus, and some people started chanting like, "Heal the man in the wheelchair," and it was just, it was just like, "No, oh, no! heal no! 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 the man in the wheelchair." <laughs> right, that was a problem. But yes, yeah. no, heal, heal, heal. Oh, <laughs> hand, hands on him
0: and heal. Heal the man in the wheelchair. I love it. All right, Los us. So then So, so then uh, So then that then we yeah
2: That
0: oh, Did I lose you? Oh, I'm here. No. Okay. We are
1: having no, a little well, bit of a Yeah. yeah. of um, little bit and we, I get on a plane the next day by myself. So early in the morning, and my, my right side was hurt. I got on the plane with my right side hurting. I was like, oh, okay. And then get home, and it's was like, man, it started hurting a little more, a little more down. And so I'd say about 2 a.m. in the morning. My wife's not home. I'm by myself. I got two dogs. And in, in me. And, and you like try to tough something out. You like, I just, I, I just, I'll wake up, as gas or something. And turns out, yeah, you know, I went to the emergency room, got in there, and and, um, and uh, I had, and I, I was the only one in, in, in this emergency room, and it took an hour for me to get in there. Which I should let them know, like I, I am hurting. Get in there, and it uh, turns out that I I was uh had appendicitis, and so I had to get a an emergency appendectomy. Uh, thirty minutes, like thirty minutes after I went back, I was I was under. Um, had a crazy, and it, it like it was it was so nuts. So I spent the next day in the hospital all night. And, um, then what's crazy is the doctor told me like, Hey, you need to rest for 10 days or 14 days or whatever it was. Jeez. And I said, well, I got shows, shows in four. Um, so. You got so shows I'm in like, four
0: days and he's telling you to rest for two not, weeks. <laughs> that's not happening.
1: Like, yeah. And, uh, Hang on one second. Hindsight being
0: 20, I should listen to him.
1: Hang on one um, second, Paul. Paul.
0: We, cool. So, you've left Vegas. <laughs> you feel bad. You're in the emergency room. You got appendicitis. Is that what you called it?
1: Appendicitis.
0: And so I had to get <laughs> an emergency abidectomy. <laughs> and you, uh, he tells you to bed rest for, for two weeks, and you go, "No, we we got we got shows coming up in just a few days." And you decide to buck the yeah, system. Yeah, I had to fly to
1: Chicago. I was like, well, I got like, I could barely talk, you know, cause they put, put the tube down your throat and hindsight, maybe 2020, I should have told them to give me an epidural, but it was an emergency. Um, but, but, you know, cause I kept, the problem is it's like one of the few times I've been like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like I make a living singing. Like I'm not some dude that works, you know, does the cover band down at the bar like this is, and, and I, you know, it was like, Kept trying to tell them, and one of the, the anesthesiologists knew who I was, and the doctors was kind of like, all right, okay, buddy, all right, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> um, but I the doctor said two weeks, you know, ten to ten to two weeks, and um, I uh, flew to Chicago four days later and got through the show. And Wait, is Chicago my, I was, is my that Stones really tired? at. Me. No, 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 no. That's this is not as uh, this this was. I mean, this was it was a whiskey convention, and um, which you know I don't drink, so That's that say. was interesting. You're at in a whiskey um, convention. Convention, yeah. We're at a whiskey convention, and you know it was like a whiskey. You know they have little booths and stuff. It was it was fun show. But I get, get through it. You know what I mean? Just like I'm like. <laughs> So I was like, well, if I get some rest, it'll probably get better. And the next morning, we had an early flight to Raleigh, North Carolina. And, man, my throat was okay. But as the day progressed, it was just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. By the time we got to soundcheck, I was like, I can't, I can't sing. I couldn't talk, barely. Um, and, but I, I kept being like, okay, I'm going to get rest. So I get, I get rest and doors open and we've got, I think there was like 3,000 tickets sold. Wow. And, i I was, yeah, I was, and I, it, the rest didn't help. And I couldn't talk and so we had, we called in a doctor, can you get a shot in the throat just to get through tonight? Um, he's like, no. And then I called my ENT who, is on speed dial for me. Luckily, here in Birmingham, he's unbelievable. I mean, he saved me so many times, and he was like, "You need to get on the next plane to Birmingham, and do not sing tonight." He said, "Do not." Wow. And um, so we're sitting. I, this is no joke. We're sitting, There's three thousand people waiting for me to play, and I have to come out on stage, and you know, and they could hear it in my voice, and and the band, you know, we were like, "Hey, we'll come back," like, but the band played i think 25 minutes 30 minutes of instrumentals um wow and you know, yeah they, they they i mean and i mean i i, I play with a killer band and, and i knew that they they did great and i was just feeling awful i got on the plane next day went to the doctor and he was like he's like if you'd have figured out if you'd gotten a shot or figured out a way to sing that could have been it for your voice and I was—he was like, "That's where it was like I where I when I felt bad in Raleigh." I was like, oh, "You know, cause you know I want to fight through." I'm this is this is, anytime you're a performer, you want to get through. And um, he was like, "You don't understand how close you were to to really doing some permanent damage." And um, so then we canceled everything. I think for two weeks, and he, you know, took care of me. Sco- you know, they scope you out, which I've gotten used to that, which is the I always, like, the first time he was, like, going to scope my throat, I was like, all right, go. I he's like, no, no, we go up the nose. I was like, oh. uh. So, yeah. So, we did – i I've had that ha- – done that a few times. But, but, yeah, I was really close. So, it was a weird – like, we had that great time in Vegas, and it was a lot of fun, and we got to hang out. And, and I was like, oh, man, you know, got to hang out with some people I like. And then, like, two days later, I was – in the emergency room. And it was weird. Cause I, I was like, I was like, man, I I almost was like, I'm going to have to change careers. And, um, so it was, a, it was, it was, that was a weird, weird week. Um, and it's just funny that y'all, you know, y'all are a part of that story, but yeah, it was, a uh, talk about scary. It was, it's, it's scared me for sure.
0: I mean, you went from texting me, Hey, there's a lot of champions at the airport to there's you in the shot in the hospital. And I'm like, what's happening Mm-mm, here? <laughs> <laughs> uh true. So it'll forever true. go down as the the one night you partied with casio you end up in the hospital and almost die and lose your career so <laughs> i get it now why you yeah. don't ever text me I'm it's painful memory but that's fine yeah no that's not why but <laughs> but uh <laughs> so let me ask you this this is a weird question what What would have? What would you have done? You said, "Hey, I might have to change careers." What would you have done? You think? I mean, did you get close to thinking that hard about it, or were were you just like, "Hey, this could be going bad"? I mean, honestly, no more than I'm thinking about it right now, um,
1: with all the you know all this going on. Um, No, actually, you know what? The I I I thought about it a little bit. I I think this is going to sound so lame. I would probably, I have a big fascination with art history. Art <laughs> so I history. would probably finish. Yeah. I love I that. It's one of those weird things. Um, I feel like it balances out the professional wrestling love. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and I think I would probably go back to, you know, go back to school and, you know, try to go through an art history, you know, get through an art history program and, um, you know, my wife works for for you know a university, so she's she's an academic. I I I, I think it would be hard for me not to do something I enjoyed. You know, yeah. I think after doing this, yeah, it would be it would be hard to be like, well, all right, I'm gonna go hit the the salt mines. And so, um, but the, actually, it was crazy. The worst I ever got. We had a tour over in Europe one time, and I was in Geneva, Switzerland and i serious it was just it was just not a good time like it was just i think it's when brexit happened so Mm -hmm. all of our we get we i think all of our expenses were up here and what we got paid was down here because of the value um that we and so our so we were like losing our ass in that tour and um And we were just, it just kind of spiraled. And we were like, Oh God, this is awful. And we were, for some reason we were in Geneva for two days. And that's the only time in my whole, this whole time that I was like, I was like, I'm flying home and I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. Wow. I was looking at like landscaping services. (laughs) Um, It was, it was for, it was, that's the closest I've ever gotten um, to something like that. Cause it was just, I was just like, I was, I was miserable in a lot of ways. And so um but who yeah known, yeah that's
0: no nah, i mean who would have known brexit would have was about to break up st paul and the broken bones
1: <laughs> Man, it was nuts i mean our business manager's like it ain't good guys it's just <laughs> not good because you know if touring over over the uh, touring over there's uh you know it's it's a little it's it's different you know on the financial end of things and um, most bands that tour over there don't make any money and, and we've been fortunate a few times to make money. Um, but that one, man, whoo, that was, that was a tough, that was a tough pill to swallow. Um, because you're kind of like, why am I here?
0: How is your, uh, how is your level as a band? How's your level of, of, um, uh, fandom over there? I know there's some bands that you, you know, I talk to some bands we meet in the rock world that are, I don't want to say struggling over here, but middle of the pack, and then they can go to huge right. venues overseas. Uh, is that Are you guys pretty much the same across the board, or is there places where you go, oh, that's our that's our bread and butter there? Or just big um, fandom, maybe not bread and butter. I but would
1: say – well, I mean, your bigger cities, London, we played the roundhouse, which is like – where like I think Pink Floyd played and I mean it's it's that's about I think that's a 4000 cap room. Um so it's it's not totally dissimilar to what we do over here. So it's um, about the same across in, the and, board there. In our in the big it's it's about the same, it's about the same uh, in in certain markets for sure. Like the UK for sure. France is a little tricky uh at times, Spain is it can also be. Like we we did one thing one time. Germany is actually surprisingly um, is it does well for us. Um, uh, we did one thing one time in the Czech Republic and played to like twenty thousand people, and that's still to this day one of the best shows I've ever been a part of. What
0: I mean, what was West it for? Wisconsin. Well, I mean, are you you got? Is it a, a festival? Jeez, twenty thousand. Yeah,
1: outdoor, and, or indoor, and dude, like outdoor and it was just it was man it was it was madness i've just never it was one of those experiences that i was just like this is i i will never be able like that that's been the bar for probably the last three or four years or i'd say three years but like because you know that's the problem it's an adrenaline rush you know so You know, what used to be a great crowd is now a good crowd. And, you know, like, it just kind of – you get so spoiled, honestly. Bottle Um, tree, 225, uh, (laughs) 200,000, 20,000. Yeah, it was 20,000, yeah. It was nuts, man. And, like, I couldn't – we couldn't hear ourselves play. They were cheering so loud. Like, it was a – I just – you know when you see those, like like, those queen performances at Live Aid and stuff like that? Um, that's the first time that it ever felt like that. Um, it just looks a sea of people like, out this there. Is a sea of people, and 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 everybody from front to back was listening and was like you, just in pure ecstasy. And um, maybe they were taking ecstasy. I don't know, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it was a it was a that one that one's one I forget.
0: You did. Um, now the the time right after Vegas when you did Stones was that Wrigley Field? No, it was Soldier Soldier Field. Field. Okay, a little bigger, bigger than Wrigley. <laughs> how does how does how was that show? Cause uh, that's your first show back after the.
1: I think so. I think it was. Actually, I think it was the first show back. Because um, we, we were like, Paul, you got to get better. you got to get better for that one.
0: Yeah, I remember talking to you and you going, hey, my goal is, you know, we might miss some, but my goal is we can't – we, of course, can't miss that one. That was the one. Um,
1: uh, that one – and it was amazing. And, and, you know, that was the third time that we opened up for them. Um, And, uh, it was really, it was, it was fun. The thing, the one problem is with those shows is like, you'll win some people over, you know? Um, but some people are like, when are you over? I want to see the stones. Like, let's go. And, um, and so that part is a little, little tricky. Um, but you know, we, we, those shows is just people being receptive and cheering and, um, you know, to be fair, we did not um, – we did not get as loud as cheers as uh, Mick Jagger did, that's for sure. <laughs> but, but it was cool, man. It was – I mean, like, I, I never – you know, for me, as a sports fan, it's just fun to be, like, in the locker room or, you know, those kinds yeah. of things. That, to me, is, like, is a lot of fun. You know, you don't get access – like, we did the Jerry Dome. They did a festival in the Jerry Dome in dallas and our dressing our dressing rooms were, were where the, the cowboys have their locker room and stuff and, oh yeah and that that's the i know it's goofy but that stuff to me is like so much fun um, um and so when you get to do, do those kinds of things it's amazing and they were they were very gracious and wonderful And and keith richards is always been a big has been a big fan um i think he still is um they uh and so it's 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 weird for sure
0: let's talk about one more picture uh we're gonna i don't don't know how much time you got but uh i will go one more because this is one of my favorites is uh and i'm sure it's probably one of your favorites too is you guys did letterman a few times (laughs) uh but you guys were on the last show uh no, we were not. Wasn't that one? It was close to the last, wasn't it?
1: It was, it was on it. It was his last year. yes. yes oh, okay, it was his last year. Well, then not who cares? Not quite. Not quite. Yeah, who cares? No, that that performance didn't change our career or anything.
0: Yeah, it did actually. It changed our career for forever. All right, so let's um, get some myths out that about Leonard. One is it freezing cold in there? Okay, is it? Freezing? uh it's cold. It's freezing. It is cold.
1: It's really cold. And was he cold? He actually was not. Okay, uh, this is a really fun story. Um, he got booked, and like so, we had released half the city in February twenty fourteen, right? Okay and so that what that performance was january 2015 okay and so we were kind of you know your record i mean if people don't know like a record cycle usually starts why it's it's everybody typically tries to release every two years that's been kind of the like industry standard um now now there's really no rules but that's typically how it goes so you're 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 st- you're the record cycle kind of dies off after, you know, six, nine months or so in that range. And so we were kind of at that. We had great success, and we were like, oh, great. Like, we could sell 500-cap rooms out all over the country. And I was like, man, that's amazing. That's great. So then we booked that performance, and, um, and we were told that, like, he was very upset that we were not the, the – he was not the first late-night performance. He was very. I mean, apparently he'd gotten onto his Booker like, "Hey, why do we, why are we we not on this server?" Wow. Um, which you never know when you hear stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, um, the I think the producer come comes back and talks to us was like, "Hey, look, I just want y'all to know, like, he's a really big fan." And I was just like, "I'm sure you tell everybody that that comes in here." Like, oh, yeah, no. he's, like, <laughs> he's a big fan. And she said, I think, yeah, she or he, I can't quite remember, but she uh, said, look, he could ask for an encore. And I didn't know that 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 was a thing. Like, I didn't know that that was a big deal. Um, But there's, I think there's only been, uh, I think you can count on one hand how many encores he's asked for. So is the encore off Um, camera just for the crowd? mm Mm-mm. It was on camera. So, so we get like, so we get there and you know, we're on stage and he, anyone who's seen the video, he goes into this long, like really complimentary, really kind, like, you know, you're ready, you know, know, building it up, building it up, building it up like this talking to me. And I'm like, I was not prepared to talk to David Letterman. (laughs) Like, Like, I'm not, you know, I'm just not prepared for that. And he was, just so it was just it was just oh and I thought in my mind at the time, I thought if they play what he is saying right now, this is gonna be a big deal. As long as we don't screw up this performance. All right. And but I thought they were gonna cut it because he went, I'm talking he went a good like minute and a half or something. It was it was just it seemed it seemed like an eternity. Um, because it was just like, Oh god, oh god, oh god. And um we do the performance and, and he, you know, obviously does the thing, but he's like, Hey guys, this you know let's hear an encore. So we, we go into the encore and then, you know, do something for the web. And he wow. was um, really nice. Paul Schaefer was really nice that the band was really nice. It was, uh, and what happened in that is we went from like, okay, well, things are winding up to everything going, <laughs> going right back up. And we, it, um that changed our trajectory in a lot of ways. Cause you know, just, having Letterman's blessing, you know, I don't, I honestly, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, you know, getting a late night host, you know, kind of to tab you as the the next thing or whatever. I don't think that, I don't think anyone has that power anymore, but Letterman kind of did. Yeah. And um, it changed, it changed, it changed. I mean, maybe Saturday night live uh, still does. um, But uh, it's, and it, it changed everything, and it, I will. You know, it's one of those things I'll just be eternally grateful for. And, and uh, he, yeah, no, I, 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 I can attest, not not, not cold at all. Was, I mean, it was very kind. That's awesome. And something I'll never forget.
0: So uh, let's talk about some music. Um, of course, we've you know all tours canceled. We kind of hinted about that, of course, and everybody's not on the road. You're at home. You're doing more yard work instead of shows um are you how how is the music process do you guys writing are you passing tracks back and forth Uh, i've talked to a couple of different musicians and everybody's kind of different of course everybody's you know i i talk to some people are hey i've already written my stuff and we were about to you know tour for an album so i'm kind of out of that mode some people are this is a super time to be creative what's what's saint paul and the broken bones doing um I mean, first
1: off, just kind of enjoying our best of being home. You know, we we just, for the past eight years, I don't think I've ever been home this long. Um, So that's nice, uh, spending time with the wife and things like that. Um, But we, you know, we were getting done recording. I mean, I cut the vocals um, for whatever next record or album or whatever uh, last week. Wow. and so you know we're we're kind of the thing is for us though it is true like i am grateful that we're not you know we don't have a heavy financial burden of what's going you know go i'm very feel very fortunate in that that we've kind of built it to that point now granted this thing lasts till end of 2021 then but i mean hilton is going to be hurting you know it's mean? gonna be fortunate yeah. there's there's no way you know and And we'll figure it out. But I think for us, like we have felt super, super creative right now. Um, And that's been a blessing because, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's because it's kept us kind of busy mentally. Um, So we're kind of like, I mean, I don't know exactly what it's all going to look like um, come 2021, but I do know we're going to have plenty of music. Um, So that part's, really 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 a lot of fun um i'm really excited about that aspect of it but um yeah i mean no touring i mean it, it, i think uh, um i think we're planning on i could say this here yeah yeah a little exclusive for you yeah um i think uh i know next friday this is the plan uh we're gonna release a live live record or live recording Um, Friday the 5th or the one Um, after that? uh, The 5th. Okay. So we haven't haven't officially announced it yet. Just a few days. That's the plan. Obviously, you know, things can change and and so on and so forth. But we just kind of, you know, keep people on their feet. And, you know, we record every show we do. Um, (laughs) Mainly to point out all the mistakes. Um, (laughs) But but we've... (laughs) but, uh, but this one we found didn't have as many mistakes on it. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, you know, we, that's our plan is the release at Friday, um, and the fifth and, and, uh, and yeah. So yeah, that's, that's exciting. So we're doing stuff like that. You know, we've talked about the drive-in show thing, um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, we're, you know, we're not, I think we're not there to where we're like, oh God, what do we need to do? What do we need? We still got a lot of music we're recording and that kind of thing. I think once it hits fall and we, you know, things are still like they are right now, then, you know, we're going to really start getting creative. Um, but luckily, we have so many live recordings that we just haven't released um, that we'll just be able to, you know, hopefully um, do some of that.
0: Hopefully keep having product out until you, you can actually get out there. So, uh, well, let me ask you this, because I've seen some of the, uh, the comedy clubs have, uh, started doing shows again. And I talked to some of the comics and they were ready to be out on the road. Um, they are excited to be in front of crowds again, which I'm sure you are. Let's, let's say for some reason, somebody, you know, they open it up by the end of June um, are you are you excited to get out of there? Or are you kind of nervous of you know, hey, health wise? What what's your thoughts on that? If they opened up pretty you know quicker than we assume
1: um I think. And I've had this conversation. I mean, God knows I've had this conversation with our booking agent. <laughs> you know, a couple and our manager a few times. <laughs> um, you know, because everybody's turned into you know a coronavirus Nostradamus. You know. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> so, um, but I think for us, I think what's interesting, because we are typically, you know, we do, we're one of the few bands that does really, we do really well in the South and, and we do well in a lot of places, but the South is usually not a place that, every, you know, that bands do really well in. So we do well there. Um, I think that we're going to have, and we've talked about this, there's going to be some ethical issues um that we're gonna have to contend with with, you know like you don't i what i have said is i don't want to be the first but i don't want to be the last um yeah whoever the first is is gonna get uh hopefully yeah the first is dead meat. (laughs) they're 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 done and i'm sure it's gonna be like ted Nugent or hank (laughs) jr or someone like that but um (laughs) which you know they don't care anyways so I mean, they get, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, that's their thing, but, uh, but I think for us, you know, you want to make sure that, 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 safety is, is safety is good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. safety, there's precautions because the problem is, is our business is based on packing a ton of people in a venue tightly. And um, and so I think that that's going to have to go away. The theaters, Some of these theaters are going to have to be like, all right, we're going to lower the rent a little bit um, and make these things work. Um, but I think for us, it's just, I mean, I, I just, all I wish is I knew when we were going back. That's all. all right. If I knew that it was February, 2021 or whatever, I'd be okay with that. I think the problem is just the unknown of like, cause you're right. Like there's going to be, especially down here, there's going to be some places that are like, we don't, I mean, I don't know if this has been the case for y'all, but I've run into people like this thing's over for them. Oh uh, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? They're like, I'm done, I'm done, you know? And it's like, man, I ain't, I ain't, no, ain't there yet. Um, so I think, um, you know, I think you just trying your best to be as safe as you can. And I, I don't see us playing a show till September, at the earliest. Uh, you think maybe music takes a granted, cue
0: from the sports world?
1: I think you're gonna have. I mean, the one thing we have in our back pocket that we've yet to do, and we'll do. You know, we'll do. Obviously, if this continues, is, is a live stream. Um, yeah. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna have. I think. I mean. I mean, I'm not gonna poo-poo Live Nation, but Live Nation's already like they are changing everything you know they're changing structures of deals and how how they do business and and I'm not it's not like I'm mad at them for it I mean this is just this is how it works it's business um but it's going to open some doors for some folks um it's it's really an interesting time um I think that I think the drive-in thing is going to become a thing um I really do I think the drive-in shows is going to become a thing um but I, the problem is it's like it's just so hard. I think crowdfunding is going to have to be – I mean, for a band like us, unless you're Taylor – but that's the thing, like, unless you're Taylor Swift or a Dale or some of these folks, like, you know, you're going to have to – you're going to have to figure out creative ways to bring in revenue. I, mean, I think that's why it's like for us, we were like – we are like the bank account's just doing – going down. So you mm-hmm. got to figure out a way to get creative. And, you know, I, I think this is kind of a telltale of like – why the music business is so fragile because, you know, not a ton of people are making money off music, selling music. They're all making it touring and things like that. And it's just that, that that's kind of, there's kind of been a touring bubble. There's no two ways about that. Um, so I, I don't think some bands are going to make it through this. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's hard for, I mean, I have a hard time watching shows live on, you know, webcast and things like that. Um, but you know, if you got, but you know, if you got a thousand fans that will buy anything you do, then I think you'll probably be okay right now. Um but it's 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 definitely taking some creativity and I'm actually having to do social media which just bugs <laughs> bugs me bugs the hell out of
2: me.
0: Oh the biggest thorn in your side of a pandemic is getting on social media. I love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that really, well, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, look, we uh I've held you too long. I, I could talk to you forever, of course, but uh one, my wife wants to know, she she says she thinks you're a foodie. Are you a foodie?
1: Uh, I kinda am to a degree. I mean, I'm I, I me me and my wife flew to Mexico City in January just to go eat at two restaurants. Uh that were in the top fifty best restaurants in the world. Or that's whatever. a foodie One's called a puyol and one and that's King neal. So we, I love love those kind of meals, man. But also, you know, I, what I don't I like the like nasty burger. You know what I mean? Like the sloppy burger. What I don't like. Let me just tell you what I don't like.
0: Mm. I
1: don't like like the TGI Fridays of the world. Okay, the like the they like try to trick people that it's nice food, and I'm like, this is <laughs> this is not like. You can cook this at home, and it'd be better. I promise, and probably cheaper. Um, those Now's are a bad places. time to tell 24- you that
0: uh, TGI Fridays is our main sponsor here at well, Cassio's Cut.
1: Well, I, if you like diarrhea, then enjoy TGI Fridays, man. <laughs> I mean, look, I know, I know, when you're in a small town, it's the only only bar you can go pick up, you know, pick up people, but man.
0: She said I mean, so. Yeah, no. You're a foodie. If you're traveling yeah, from I, I, bi- I am a bit. I am a bit. So I her question bit. was what's the best thing you've had delivered during the lockdown? Oh, delivered. Woo. Or have you been cooking um, a lot? Are you and the wife cooking. I've been cooking I've been cooking a lot. Um
1: Evans Meats, uh, which is a down here it's, uh, like a food distributor and it's like really fresh food. And they got like Wagyu, uh, beef. And they did this thing where they, uh, giving fresh Gulf oysters and you could buy a bag of fresh Gulf oysters. And, um, I, 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 dude, I had 50 of them. And in about a day and a half, I went through all of them. So I ate them raw. I did like Rockefeller. I put them on the grill and put some butter and some Parmesan on there. Um, I that's probably the best thing uh, I, I've had to live. We did get Gian Marco's, which is oh. an Italian restaurant down here in Birmingham that's really love really it. good. Um, and I, I love I love their veal parmesan. Um, they also have this pasta that has a like gargonzola and a pear in it. Um, and it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess we are kind of, I didn't even think about it. We are, we are a little bit. <laughs> That's a I good like link. good food. I mean, I do. I mean, obviously. Not like I good food. I love, like to me, like, I'm not ashamed, but I mean, it's just not, it's a, it's not a cheap habit, but I, I also love bar. I mean, one of my favorite things is like, to me, if I could find either like, like really great high-end food or like great
0: barbecue, um, I'm, I'm in heaven. So, is that your vice? You, you don't drink. I know you don't smoke. Uh, what's your vice then? Everybody's got a, a vice. Are you a foodie? I know wrestling's I mean, a vice. I
1: mean, food? Well, yeah, unfortunately, I don't know if you qualify wrestling as a vice. <laughs> um, I got to be honest, and I don't know about you, but it's been really hard watching wrestling through this pandemic, man. Oh, it's, it's, it's been hard. Um,
0: You're not a fan of the, but, uh, empty, uh, the no fans?
1: Man, it's, <laughs> brutal. it's brutal. It's brutal. It's—I mean, I—I I, you know, like I did buy Double or Nothing, and I really enjoyed the show. I think AEW obviously had it has 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 been a little more creative with what they've done. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess wrestling is a little bit. Um, yeah, food, food, and like you know, I love Coca Cola. Um, those are probably my. My, my biggest yeah those 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 are probably my vices yeah
0: that's not bad food food and soda and wrestling and neck beards
1: i mean it's it's yeah and neck beards i mean and probably as i mean as you can see vinyl you know vinyl vinyl you know vinyl records um but uh but those you know those those have a little bit to do with work right um, um you know so Um, yeah, I, yeah, I would say those are the things, things, um, I enjoy.
0: And she, my wife also want to know what's the best thing you've, uh, binge watched during the quarantine. Mm,
1: That's a hard question. Did you get it on Tiger King? Well, who didn't? (laughs) Everybody got in on that. Uh, I definitely watched that one. I'm trying to think what something.
0: What are you locked into right now?
1: What am I locked into right now? Um, honestly, nothing. I mean, I just haven't watched it. I mean, I love watching King of the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> I love watching King of the Hill. Like, I, I – that show to me during this pandemic has been, like – because you know, it's, you know, it's like one of those shows that's like warm center middle, you know, it's just like a warm blanket for me. Yeah. Um, so I need, I, I, to me, like, I need more of that kind of stuff. I mean, I love, like, a show like Better Call Saul's, amazing. Um, I did a little snooty thing where I got uh, the Criterion channel, which shows all these, uh you know, snooty what? movies and stuff like that. Yeah, It's it's, do you know about the Criterion collection? No. No? Teach okay. me. Okay, so these are... <laughs> it's a collection um, of of like they pick movies, and typically they're very. I don't want to say artsy, but they're they're just you know some a lot of subtitles, things like that, uh, things that are challenging. I watched one the other day called *Leviathan*. That's a, it's it, they all they use is GoPros, and they it's a, it's just basically showing like a like fishing uh like fishing, fishing uh, boat or whatever it's dude it's 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 it, it was incredible but it has no like there's no like interviews or anything like that um it's really stuff like that i sometimes was but also with stuff like that though like you're kind of like i don't want to think right now <laughs> so it's it you got to do it you know you got to do it in doses but i i you know yeah i, I that one's been a that i've d- i I've dug in on some of that and it that's been a lot of
0: all right, let's uh let's get out of here on the countdown. We'll go ten questions that we ask at the end of uh every episode. And uh we'll get the uh we'll get the Paul here countdown here. I want to make sure I got the right questions that I sent you. All right. Ten to one, counting down backwards, ten. Name something that's a perfect ten for you in your life. Oh man. Um honestly, like
1: uh I would say like having great barbecue like with like with my wife watching Alabama football there you is go probably it's probably a perfect 10 in my life I mean honestly like that is uh I get close to that we play Tulsa Oklahoma and there's a place called Burn Co and we always end up it's Kane's a uh, place called the place we play is called Kane's Ballroom and Burnco Co has these ama- has this amazing barbecue it's one of the most underrated barbecue places, I think, in the country because you just don't see it's You know, he sells top ten lists. But we always end up somehow playing on a Saturday, and they have this huge, like, back house to the venue, and they have a huge TV screen And we'll just watch college football all day, and they cater and put, bring us all this amazing barbecue. Um, if I had my wife with me for that, uh, it's, it, that's like, man, that's, it, it's the perfect day of tour for me. So it's a um, 9.9. Yeah, that's that's Wife
0: my, makes it a 10.
1: Sure, that's the politically correct answer for me because I'd get in trouble <laughs> if I didn't say
0: that. <laughs> All right, number nine. Nine is the German word for no. So besides touring before pandemic, at least normal life, what'd you write off? What's no more in twenty twenty for you? This is this question's <laughs> changed since uh Yeah, since yeah, the this pandemic. is this is a
1: loaded question now. Did you uh, try yeah. to
0: did you try to get I something mean, out of your life in twenty twenty? I mean if,
1: if 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 including the pandemics, I've definitely written off wearing normal pants uh, during twenty twenty. <laughs> um, uh you know I don't do a lot of like resolutions or stuff. I, I, um, I, I mean twenty twenty just man, it's it, it, was, it was it was it's a very different year for us yeah. than I I thought it was gonna be. So I it's so that's so hard because I haven't really. I don't really write stuff off. Um, I'm not, you know, I usually, if I don't want it, I just don't just do out. it anymore. <laughs> just that. But I haven't, you know, uh, abendectomies. Uh, <laughs> I've probably written off for 2020.
0: <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's a, hey, that's a good goal. That's a, well, yeah, that's a good goal. Uh, we're almost in June and you're good. We're in June and you're good. So. <laughs> if I get another one of those, something's wrong. All right, uh, number eight. What do you want to be the last thing that you ate in life? What's your last meal? What do you want before? What's oh, your? You know, man. this is your last meal. The last thing you're ever gonna eat. Last thing I'm ever
1: gonna. It's gonna eat. be
0: barbecue, right? You no, know, I don't know. Um, you can fly things in. You can have people cook anything. This is smorgasbord. I mean, getting. Oh
1: man, it's 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 it's. it's Getting Franklin's barbecue brisket uh, flown in would be one of my top things. But I also for me like Franklin's is that Austin? I feel Hell yeah. Have you ever had it?
0: Um, you know what? I'm gonna you put me on the spot. I've had barbecue at Austin at one of the famous places, but I can't remember which one. It's it's amazing.
1: Um it's one of my, it's it's definitely the best brisket is I've ever had. Is it the one where they have the um, ramp going but, down
0: and they sell out like but noon? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's it. It's fantastic. I, okay, yeah.
1: yeah, Fantastic. Uh, I would do I, maybe, I, honestly though, um, you, like being for real, um, like death row style, I would probably <laughs> get like a a, a, a nice steak and, and craft macaroni and cheese and what? banana pudding. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. Like cooking I don't know the steak. what it is. I don't know. Ooh, I actually – the best steak I've – I don't want to say the best, but one of the best steaks I've ever had was actually here in Birmingham uh, at Highland Bar and Grill. Um, it, I've never been able to have it. it. Like, it was one of those, like, special, you know, like this came from the farm, you know, thing. And that's the best steak. So, I guess probably Frank's did. Um, and then Kraft mac- – I just ruined the meal with Kraft macaroni and cheese. What something did? Something you about that. You stepped it up. <laughs> <laughs> something about that meal makes me feel like a God. I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm the richest man in all of Alabama when I have a meal like that. Um, how do you so like your steak? Cause people's going to
0: ask, how do you like your steak? medium, medium
1: rare plus. Um, that's medium like rare it. plus. What's the plus? I don't know. I just like it there. It makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I
0: just like it there. Okay. I <laughs> know. Uh, I
1: always, I always love doing that. But, I mean, it's kind of in between, you know. It's not quite medium. It's not full-on medium rare. It's the plus. It's in okay, between. Okay, so it's a little
0: bit in. All right, that's good. We're good. And who's doing I mean, the banana it, pudding? It,
1: oh, man. You know, uh, I mean, as long as it's not warm banana pudding, okay um, you're a
0: cold guy all right you
1: know, i'm a cold guy i don't like that warm stuff that's that's nah that ain't it um i uh I, I mean you know honestly like we got some great like miss myra's here in birmingham has a great has some great banana pudding do you like the um, nila wafers crushed salt. up or do you like them whole Ooh, that's a good question you know i i don't man I don't know if I have a preference, because I'm, I'm scarfing that stuff down. But you no agree, vanilla
0: happens. wafers have to be there.
1: Uh, it ain't banana pudding without vanilla wafers. Yeah,
0: all right. I mean, it's not. It's not. You can tell me whatever you want. <laughs> but you'll be lying. All right. Uh, lying? Number seven, what did you want to be when you grow up? What did you want to be at seven years old?
1: <laughs> My mom – Uh, told me that I wanted for the longest time to either be a preacher or the trash man. Um, Okay. I love the, uh, I love the idea of getting a ride on the back of the truck and picking up garbage and throwing it in the truck. Who Uh, didn't man? I know. And I, I was like, my mom said that she was like a little concerned about me that my goals, she didn't feel like, like I didn't want to be an astronaut, you know, or, (laughs) Or whatever it was, it was the trash man, and I was like, well, mom that's pretty great because you know that's something that maybe I could achieve." You know, I becoming never become an astronaut. That's attainable. I'd I say, I say that makes that's I like
0: that. Um. All right. So, well, see, what fascinates me as a grown-up is the is I call him the the trash or gar- whatever you want to the garbage the guy that gets your debris from your ditch. That's my guy now. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. You get to run the
0: controls, the big claw. It's fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, number six, how do you want to end up six feet under? How do you want to go out? Oh, How do I want to go out? Yeah. Oh, man. Man,
1: that would be um, part of me. (laughs) this is awful uh (laughs) part of me would like (laughs) would like to die on stage yeah um and like in like a fireball or something you know something (laughs) crazy like a pyro balcony pyro something i mean that to be i mean i don't know i i just that to me um would be an interesting way to go. i mean like if you're gonna go like you'll even if people hate your band they're gonna be like yeah remember that guy like he stuck something up his ass and he blew up and got like, you know, it was like a Gallagher show or something, you know, like they won't, they won't forget that, you know? I mean, that's terrible.
0: Honestly. Did you say honestly, fall off probably, a balcony? Fall off a balcony. I don't know. <laughs> well, I've seen you at the ramen hanging off the balcony. I was worried for your safety. That is that that's that well, oh, So a lot of people,
1: um, <laughs> Uh, side note, my favorite story of that is we have a guy whose job it is to grab my belt from, you know, behind, you know, right at my ass and to make sure I don't fall off. Like that's his job. Oh, wow. We were playing a show and yeah, we have, we have a show. We were playing a show in Cleveland and he, uh, my wife saw a picture and she, she sent me, she said, don't you ever do this again. And what (laughs) it is, is I'm standing on top, like over the railing on some sort of platform, right? Like in the balcony and and i i was i was told my kind of fib where i was like oh no 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 ross has got me he's got me you know and in the she takes a close up of ross and ross is behind the bar just looking up smiling at me <laughs> like doesn't have me doesn't anything and i was like man you, my wife cannot see pictures like that you always got to have me
0: uh you always have to have me cuz she will murder me right um, so ross i guess the other so like in college football, they have the get back coach that keeps everybody off the sidelines. Hey, Ross is your guy. He's your get back guy. He is he is
1: like he's like trying to pull me back into the sidelines. Um and, and also like move people out of the way. Um his job title is Fun Janeer. Um <laughs> he is uh, he is unlike anybody. I have he's unlike anybody I've ever, He's amazing. But yeah, he uh He's, he's my guy. I guess also die in my sleep. That would be great. Yeah, that's the good way to go.
0: Easy, peaceful. No, that's a good Easy, peaceful. I, I would take that. All right, number five, five-finger discount. What's the last thing you stole? Last well, thing I stole? Yeah. yeah. Do you steal merch from somewhere? Yeah. Do you steal, like a, like, a memory from a venue? Like, you pull something off the – you know, out of the venue?
1: Oh. Uh – and i'm trying to think if i i i, I am terrified of stealing stuff <laughs> but i am trying to think of the last thing i stole um um that's a hard question i actually don't know um it's a good run then if you can't remember i really not dude i it's not something i mean i'm telling you it's not i i and it's not because i'm i'm a good person it's just the fear uh yeah. the anxiety i would get from doing it i just couldn't i would just i would just get into a puddle um, <laughs> it has nothing and so i i don't think i'm trying to think of the last thing i stole
0: take something um, from a hotel
1: ooh that's a oh okay i i have definitely taken some hangers from some hotels that's hangers definitely happened hangers that's definitely happened what's
0: well, so here my You're the reason they have the the funky ones with the weird tiny hangers on it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And
1: typically what it is, is that, you know, my suit hanger breaks or the, the like cape thing that, that hanger breaks. And I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta get a new hanger. So um, they've started to do the ones that like are bolted on and you can't like really take them off. Um, So, uh, but uh yeah that that i i i yeah i i'm trying i don't think i you know i don't i'm try not to steal too much
0: are you the greatest guy ever no i'm not you,
1: your i'm vice,
0: not. your vice is soda and wrestling, <laughs> and the only thing you've stalled
1: is hangers i'm a very i'm a very impatient person how about that very impatient
0: okay. <laughs> number four. You're Mount Rushmore of Little Debbies. What's your top four Little Debbies of all time? You're a Southerner, so I know you're in the Little Debbie world. What are you going with? Uh,
1: I am actually not a huge, like, sweets fan, but obviously – I know. Obviously, Little Debbies, I'm very I, – I love, like, the Nutter Butter. Um, I love – I like the oatmeal – oatmeal Cream pie. Cream pies. All right. I like the – uh I like the little brownies, you know. I used to have regular the with nuts or the cosmic with M and M's? I don't like pure chocolate, all that stuff. Like I want you gotta you gotta put nuts in my stuff. Um <laughs> but we've heard that. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then um I'm trying to think the the
0: fourth one is uh So you got the difficult. chocolate cupcake out there, you got the zebra cake, Swiss cake oh, roll, yeah. Christmas tree cake.
1: Mm-hmm. So the, the the fourth one's difficult. Uh,
0: star Starcross. Don't they have Cinnabon?
1: Don't they have Cinnabons?
0: Don't they uh, they got the what's they called the pecan spin wheels or whatever. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Or I like the it. straight up Honey Bun. The Honey Bun. That's it. The Honey Bun. But yeah, that's, the Honey Bun's strong.
1: I, I'll be honest, though. The la- I don't think that that uh, little Debbie has been bought in this house. For a, I don't think ever in this really. Day. My wife ain't no, ain't no way, no way. No what's way. your, what's your snack? Now, when what's I was, your, what's when your, kid? what's your go-to snack? My go-to snack. Um. <laughs> uh, what's my go-to snack? I mean, I like Barbecue. like cashews. Yeah, bar. Well, <laughs> honestly, man, like I don't, I don't snack a ton. Like what I'll do, um is like i'll get like some sort of some sort of like uh uncured s- sausage meat or something like that and get some kind of sort of cheese and just do sausage and cheese like that's that's something yeah um yeah that's something that that's something if i'm gonna like i'm like oh man i need something to hold me over or do like i've my wife started getting into to this thing and i, I kind of like it too is like the doing the like fruit and vegetable shakes um Those are kind of fun. Um, They can be fun. Sometimes they're not fun at all. Um, So I'm like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, you know, a bowl of cereal, something like that. I don't know. Like, I I don't, there's not a lot of, like, snacky snack stuff. What's your favorite cereal? Ooh, man, that peanut butter Captain Crunch stuff. That's a sin against, that's a sin against God, man. Because it's like, I cannot buy that stuff. I cannot, because I'm just like, well, wow, I got that in there. Go, All right, so let me run this by you. That's,
0: that's You're a cereal guy. I saw this going viral this week. The new trick, they say, is to put pour the cereal in the bowl, put the bowl in the freezer for an hour, then pull it out and add the milk. Interesting. Okay. Now, the problem okay problem is it makes cereal an hour-long process all of a sudden, which you're usually just going for a snack. But if you got time, they're saying – I mean, one girl, like, on BuzzFeed, I think, put you hadn't had cereal until you pull it out of the freezer. I mean, God knows I got
1: time to try.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the social media content we need out of you. I know. Oh, God.
1: We need you doing cereal videos. I know. I need that look. It's, it's, I mean, like when it comes to like music stuff, I'm like, yeah, I can play guitar and sing a little bit, but then it's like, do something funny, you know, or just say, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Number three three albums, you're on a deserted island. So these are the last, these are only three albums you can listen to for the rest of time. Now, I want, I always try to tell people this isn't your, this isn't necessarily hey, these are the best albums of all time, or these are my favorite. You can only listen to these three on repeat. Hmm. Um, hmm. So you might go a live album? You might go some yeah, kind of compilation?
1: I, I, I'm going to go Prince, Prince's album Parade. I really like that one. Um. God. Probably... Man, man, honestly, we talk uh, probably like uh, uh, Aphex Twin Selected Works from 85 to 92. It's a, that's the album. Ooh. That one's probably in there. And then, you know, honestly, you probably need something like I... You know, you probably need something a little more... You know, because you got the Dance with Prince, and you got the kind of like electronic whatever with Aphex Twin, and I feel like something like Elliot Smith's, you know, figure eight is probably a record, something, something in that vein. Or, you know, I think a great record that I love every time I listen to it and I feel like I could listen to it, uh, is the, the Jeff Buckley record. Grace. I think that that's nice. That's one I could listen to. I could listen to all the time. All
0: right. I like those choices. Uh, two, um, And best concert. So we need two concerts. One's the worst. One's the best. Not for you, but that you watched. That you got to experience. Hey, I'm just watching this. I mean, you could have been performing as an opener or whatever. But what's the what's? You just got to watch. (laughs) Um,
1: I um, best show I've ever seen. I've seen so many great shows. Cause I, I mean, I, I obviously I was a fan first, you know, right. Um, so I, 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 mean, I loved going to concerts and, you know, I've seen a lot of folks, honestly, though, I would say, I saw Prince at Coachella and that was one of the best shows Damn. I've ever seen. Now yeah, that I was front row. i waited all day to see Prince up front. Um, and nope, that one nope. was amazing.
0: You didn't pull any hammer hey, musician strings. This was, fought I fought. To get oh, that the was, that, that was
1: well before that, you know, that was before. Yeah. That was well before that. I didn't know. I I waited all day. I got up like they opened doors at nine AM. I stayed in the front at nine I always thought there was gonna be a mad rush to the front. Um it was me and another guy and that was it. <laughs> um and <laughs> and so I just stayed there from nine AM till 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 midnight. And um it was uh I never will forget it. It was one of the most you know one of the most amazing shows I ever saw. One of the worst. God, I have seen some awful shows.
0: That might be tough for you since you're um, in the music biz. It is a little tough. I I won't name any names. Um All right, let, me, let me switch honestly, it up. Uh oh. Wait, unless you're if you're gonna say something, I'll let you, but i Honestly honestly,
1: I'm not I'm not no, no, no. Honestly, some of the worst shows i've ever seen uh for a while we like to get local openers Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) so you know sometimes yeah and so sometimes you like to let uh let the the uh promoter pick pick it and um there's two instances the moment you said it there's two instances that came to mind i'm not going to say names because i don't want to And honestly, I don't even remember the names. I'm gonna be dead honest with you. Um, Yeah, you're getting out of it. I got you. No, no, no. There, there was a, there was. We had a cover band open up for us one time, and they only ran on tracks. Like they were doing tracks, and then the guy would play guitar, and it was dreadful. (laughs) Dreadful. Like people were hiding. Like they were waiting to come. I, we thought the show. I, they told us the show had sold out, but it. it we, we thought, oh, it hasn't sold out because nobody was coming in. This band was awful. I remember at some point the track went off and the guy went. The guy was like, like something with his guitar, and I was like, please just get this over with. Like please, because I, to me, I like the support bands um you know especially local stuff but that's sometimes why i like it there was another guy who was like a singer songwriter guy and i think what he was doing he was trying to to be comedic he's trying to be funny oh no and and he was like yeah yeah and he wasn't funny and he was doing this thing where like he was getting he was trying to have audience participation and he was like getting like in people's like you know like sitting next to him in the audience and and just, like, telling these awful jokes and singing off key. Did I open up for you, and I don't and remember. I was like, this
0: sounds like my show. <laughs> uh,
1: no. No, you could put coherent <laughs> sentences together. Um, we were just it – was, it was one of those few times, and it was early on. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a show I paid money to go see. I'm um, trying to think, because I've, I've only walked out of a few shows in my life. Well, that's a good one. If you've walked um, out, that's a, a good, I've walked, I, I rarely do. I, um, but there's some shows that I've gone to say that I was just kind of like, I was like, this is not I'm trying to think though. I, I think
0: don't I, I don't want to get heat, but there was a guy in Birmingham that, uh, he got mad cause everybody kept requesting songs and he stormed off stage. And I, I'll tell you later, <laughs> I'll text it to you. But he, he was like, guys, I, I stop. Stop, and then they and people were like, you know, bigger songs that he had, and he he was like, fine then, I'm out. Uh, so you know,
1: loud band, loud band, you don't have to hear those things. I always tell people when they do that, I was like, look, man, look, folks, like we write the set list every night, we think about it, and most of the hits you're gonna hear tonight. Okay, so this shut up, and we'll get there and enjoy the ride, because that's the point of this whole thing. But we rarely have that, you know. Like we don't, we don't, we don't. I'm, man, I try. I've seen some, some pretty crazy shows at festivals that we've gone to, and just been like, oof. But I can't. Nothing, nothing comes to mind. Like no, I remember those openers big time. I'm gonna
0: woo! let you off the. I'm gonna let you off the hook because you are all in the music business. Right. So I'm gonna switch the. You, we got the best one. That's a cool side story. So let me get the. Let me get another number two that I've asked other people. I switched it to the concert because I just interviewed Blue Meanie. So I, I, I didn't want to ask him this normal question, but I usually ask number two, if you were in a wrestler right now, who would be your tag team partner?
2: Oh
0: uh, You know what? I'm
1: gonna be honest. I love Orange Cassidy. Yeah I think that whole thing is just I think that whole thing is just amazing. I actually uh really want to try to convince the guys. Yeah. Yeah. To, to let me get orange Cassidy to shoot a dance video for us for one of our songs. Um, and see if I think that that would be brilliant. Um, but the problem is I'm not sure our audience is going to know what's going <laughs> on.
0: Um, you know, but well, like I you said, that, you got I all the ladies all listening right. to you, not many neckbeards,
1: but, that's not. I mean, that—that that is what's kind of fun about the wrestling, the wrestling crowd is like. I can go there, and it's like there might be a couple of people, you know, but it's not, it's not crazy, you know. Um, but it is funny because I, I have, I've actually, you know, during this time, I've, I've thought about like reaching out to AEW or somebody and being like, hey, if y'all want a theme song, like we'll write one for you, and we'll do it, we'll do it on the cheap, just to, just cause, oh, yeah. That's for real. Like I, I I'm put, I'm putting that out there now. It's
0: out so. here. Now we can get this into the hands of the right people. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You, you're connected. You're, uh, you know. <laughs> All right. <But laughs> All right. Top, top one. And this, this could be interesting to you because uh, of so many people you worked with. And uh, so I usually ask what's the most famous person saved in your phone Uh, and we know from your own words that whoever it is, you don't even talk (laughs) to (laughs) him. I don't, you know,
1: I don't, it's, I, I have, um, I have emails and things like that. I mean, Elton is obviously one of the most, definitely one of the most famous, um, i just give you know, us his email yeah,
0: is it ejohn6969 no. at gmail what is it yes <laughs> i need to put that on public record
1: <laughs> uh that's exactly what
0: i need who's to do. in your phone who's saved in your phone who saved my phone um i
1: mean there's i mean there's there's all sorts of folks i don't i mean i can't even i don't know who the most famous one is you know um but I, the problem is, I'm trying to think like who, um, Brittany, you know, of the Shakes. But you know, I mean, that's Britney Howard that's album, a, Shakes. Yeah, um, I don't. But the thing is, is like it's not like I don't have never used it. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you like, never you know, anybody well, I love. It. I think <laughs> that's a terrible question to ask me. <laughs> it really is. I've got emails, you know, like Elton's and and folks like that, and I, I, you know, have those kinds of things, I mean, I, I don't, I don't seek, you know, what's weird is, like, with that stuff, like, I don't really seek that stuff out, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't, it's hard for me to be friends, it's like with wrestlers or something, I'm sure that if I pursued that, I could have some wrestling friends, and, you know, who are wrestlers and stuff, but I, I just, I don't know, like, I don't, you don't want your friends to be live an abnormal life too you know <laughs> like it's a, yeah it's just the hard you know like what are we how are we going to get close i guess is the, the the question i always wonder and that's kind of what i pursue but i like having
0: acquaintances i'm sure uh, it's the same kind of yeah, with yeah I'm the worst person uh, we, jo- we joke about it in the in the comic world uh you know somebody will say i see a comedian and go hey are you friends with that person and it's like yeah but if we're both on the road, we never we might not see each other for four years. I mean, you're friends with somebody, right? Yeah, I mean, that, right. That I think that that's you know actually you know um,
1: yeah, that's that's true. You're exactly right. I mean, that's really what it's about. Like for me, it's like if I see some of these folks, like we're 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 like, oh hey, how you doing? You know, like we're all nice, but like it's just. I mean, you know this. I mean, just ha- having a relationship with me. Like you know, I was like, "Hey, when are you gonna be in town? When are you, you know, when are you gonna do this? You know, I'm already kind of reclusive, so it's like, it's just hard." Um, and I, I did. I, I've tried. Like I said, I've tried to be better about it, and that's usually my like New Year's resolution every year. Um, but yeah, I think that that's true. I, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I can't. I haven't really called. I'm. It's usually our business that I'm so concerned about. I mean, I guess Conrad Thompson now. I guess he's he's the <laughs> most famous person in my phone.
0: There you go. That's how you wrap that up. There right you go. Here,
1: That's how you wrap that up. That's how you do it.
0: Well, dude, thank you, man. We appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. Uh, you broke some news. We got new music coming out. Uh, we're gonna get it out in the universe yeah. that you want to work with AEW. We, we got all of this out there, man. It's it's happening. Well, this is you know, this is
1: this is the only uh, this is the only time I do podcasts or anything is uh, when you know the person. I was wondering though, because I was like, you know, I was like, oh, when's he, he going to? Because you asked, and I was like, well, does well, he know I never leave the house? Can't can we just do this via Zoom?
0: Yeah, well, it hit me. Well, at first I was like, look, we need to hang out. We need to hang out and do I like doing them in person. You know, it's just a different vibe. Oh, no, I'm with you. Yeah. And now it's like you said, you're like, I don't know when this is going to end. I better step my Zoom game up. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I
1: think that's all of us like we're, we're kind of, you know, I'm, you know, I, uh, it's, it's been some wild times for sure.
0: Well, if they're, if they're interested in the music, man, they want to know more about your social media that you don't like doing. Uh, how can they keep up with, uh, St. Paul, go to St. your website, social media, whatever you got for
1: them. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the normal stuff you have, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I don't know. Go there. Yeah. Woo. Need you need to, to
0: get, you need to, you know, we have You need to go. I have people for that. That's what the next level you need to get to is you have a social so we, media guy.
1: We've tried that. We really have. We've tried like, and, um, it just, <laughs> you know, it, I don't know. It's, it's fine. I have every, But to be fair, because I, you know, the guys know this, um, and everybody in our organization knows this. I have given the password to our Instagram and all of our social media to every member in our band, every member. That's a lot of people. And I am, that's a lot of people. And I am still the only one that (laughs) posts on that. So I just want to (laughs) like, that's how good we are. You know? And then, you know, I was like, I try to, I try to do Twitter and, you know, and, but I mean, Twitter to me is like a scary place. It's like, man, it is like, whew. It's like you're you know to do what more I mean. Like Instagram is like, yeah, yeah, I was like, I, don't, I just don't have the energy. I don't have the self esteem for this, you know. Like I just, I don't. There's only so many times that, you know you can you can be insulted and, and you know just, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying, I'm trying, I've gotten better. I've gone in phases. Um, I'm trying, I'm
0: trying, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. All right, brother. <laughs> we are looking forward to it, man. And uh, look forward to where we can actually hang out in person. Uh, and appreciate you coming. Let's, on, let's hope that's sooner than later. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, thank that. you. Always. Anytime. As I say, to end every episode, we better stop before we get embarrassed. I don't think we embarrassed ourselves this time. You're all right with that. Uh, But I do also tell everybody adios, pachachos.
1: Adios, (laughs) pachachos.
2: Enjoying Casio's cut? Well, don't forget to download and listen to Save by the Pod. This week, we discuss UWF's only pay-per-view ever, Beach Brawl, and all the other pop culture happenings from June 1991. Plus, someone is going to have the chance to win up to $1,000 this month. That's right. Could it be you? Listen and find out how. That's Save by the Pod, available now, on all podcast platforms. Yes, hello, this is Dave Sova. How are you, my friend? I am pretty good. How about yourself? I've been telling you for a long time that SaveWithConrad.com can save you money, but don't take my word for it. Uh, I would love to spend some time with you talking about your experience here with Save With Conrad. Is that okay? Yeah, we can do that. I- what made you go to Save With Conrad in the first place? As on the on the show and... Knowing that uh, it probably be a good idea for me to refinance because it's been a few years, so might as well support something that I've been getting for free for a few years. Was there something specific that Conrad said on uh, the podcast that made you kind of take that step forward? I just knew that it was about time to refinance, and you know, I just thought about supporting supporting you guys. You know, being I've been getting free entertainment all week, every day I work. Now I see here that Derek was able to help you with the refinance. Um, how would you describe working with Derek? Oh, he was fantastic, I didn't have to worry about nothing, it was easy, we
1: texted back and forth if there was questions, so no long drawn out phone calls but trying to get
2: a hold of one another, just if there was questions, just simple texting back and forth, it was quick and easy, not a, not a worry in the world. If there was one thing that you could say was your favorite part about working with our team, what would that be? Just how, how smooth and convenient it was where, like I said, I didn't have to sit on the phone on hold for hours. and to make appointments to talk with somebody. It was just, just super simple, easy as can be. Off the top of your head, Edmund, would, do you remember how much you were able to save through working with us? I knocked two years off my loan, so yeah, about $60,000 I guess. Now would you, would you recommend us to a friend or a family member? Absolutely, yeah. So what are you waiting for? Find out how much money you can save right now for free. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. Even credit scores in the 500s can be approved. And if we can't save you money, we won't waste your time. But because we're licensed in more than 40 states, we can help more families than ever before. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and did I mention you could skip your next two house payments? Hurry to SaveWithConrad.com. N-M-L-S, number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders, Woo!